0: Thank
1: you.
2: Welcome back to the Hey Roadie podcast, where we take a deep dive into the people of the ocean state. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha.
0: Hello, everyone. I hope everyone is having a beautiful day. Um, We're changing things up, and Nick is going to introduce the people, because I keep getting both of their names wrong. I keep adding things and subtracting things. Which you
2: you may hear at the beginning of the episode (laughs) itself. So, Nick, take it away. (laughs) Where it will all be corrected. Um, Well, first of all, it's uh, representatives from... uh, PBD Fest, Fest. yeah, thank you. And it was two people on our episode today. We've only done that one other time before, uh, but I still think it was pretty cool. We actually had three people in the room. Uh, only two people on mic tim was here as well
0: tim is their comms director he was here and he was lovely and he also has a podcast um i don't have the name off the top of my head but when nick gives me my phone back i'll give you the name of his podcast
2: perfect and our two guests were uh lizzie Arujo, who is the director of art culture and tourism yes and then kathleen pletcher who is the executive artistic director at first works
0: which is they both were like really incredible um women like super it's so funny because and they even talk about it when when we were chatting, like they're completely different, but what they do blended so beautifully together to create um to create p v d fest like they you know they they come from different parts they they do different things, but you know they both they're both underlying like love like with Kathleen, she just loves performance and she loves to bring global and local performance together. Lizzie loves providence the creative capital like so what better sort of like marriage is like the creative capital and global and local performance all under one sort of umbrella so it was really really cool we did this fun thing where we got to hear a little bit of like both of their backgrounds um and then we kind of conjoined in the middle and like figured out how they got to pvd fest um so yeah i thought it was you know i thought it was i, I mean i love them obviously <laughs> There's not anyone that I don't love.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and it's a little bit different than normal because typically, um, you know, we have a business owner or maybe a creator or something, and it's it's a thing. that the person does or a thing that they own that other people may already be aware of. This one's just a little different because it's an event and PVD fest has been around for uh, some years now. And it's a really big, I mean, arguably one of the biggest events in Providence, uh, short of like water fire, but water mm-hmm. fire happens, you know, more regularly and probably in total in totality over an entire season might be bigger, but PVD fest is all in one weekend. Yep. Um, uh, and it's really cool. It's the biggest, uh, you know, festival that providence has Mm -hmm. uh yearly and it's not that old and it's kind of incredible
0: it is and there's food trucks and there's non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages there was street performers there's um artists there's families there's there's so many things that go on um i talk about my first experience with pvd fest before it was pvd fest it was called the international like arts festival in Providence. Um, and it was my first experience, you know, living in this new city. And like, there was a freaking harp player who was like the harp. Turned an entire
2: building into, into a harp. A harp right? yeah. yeah.
0: Like, these things are just so cool. And where else are you going to ever see something like that? So, um, these two women, obviously, their teams are a lot, have like so much to do with the success of PVD Fest, also. But, you know, they're both to thank forgetting it to happen. (laughs) Um, And really quick, Tim's podcast is called 444 Westminster. And it's a short digestible episodes about topics relating to planning and development in Providence. So if you want to take a listen to his podcast, you should. He was so nice. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he was nice uh and just to kind of round off on pvd fest itself uh it's june 10th 11th and 12th which is a friday saturday and sunday respectively yeah. uh you can kind of check it out and try to plan i do this plug at the end of the episode too but i'm gonna do it now anyway uh you can kind of try to plan out your weekend if you can't go to all of them or if you want to go to little bits and pieces of each one you can go to pvdfest.com, kind of see what's coming up yeah follow everything that's going on a- on at at PVD Fest on um, pretty much any social Everything. platform. Yeah. I would assume if you end up going to PVD Fest, you can hashtag PVD Fest. That yeah. way everybody can find it for the next year. Yep. And I think you can keep an eye out on our social media channels, not just Hey Roadie Podcast, but uh, you know our Hey Roadie uh, Instagram, probably Providence Monthly's Instagram. Uh, we'll hopefully be getting a little bit of a uh, behind the scenes stuff as they're mm-hmm. setting up and uh, there's a little additional coverage this year as well, which will be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And Nick and I are planning on going. Um, I know separately with our friends, like just to go, but we might be going for work stuff too. So when we're there, we'll probably wear matching Hey Brody podcast shirts. And if you see us come say hi.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely come say hi.
0: We would love to chat and, and talk to people who listen to our show
2: podcast. The we wild.
0: actually got, okay, really quick. I know this is turning into a longer, um, Uh, intro, but you guys like it. I know you do. Um, At our Who to Watch party, I had, um, or I don't know if you, it was your first Nick, but someone came up to me and was like you're Sasha from the hey buddy podcast I was was like I am it was really cool and I made it like made my entire life so anytime anyone wants to come say hi please do I'm super nice
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I can attest Sasha is super nice I am the worst uh no come and say hi to both of us Uh, we both appreciate it it's really nice to kind of you know this is such a for lack of a better word, like a one-sided thing yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we create it. We can kind of see some metrics, see that people are listening. But it's nice to actually meet people Put who listen. Put faces to yeah. listen. So, yeah, yeah come say hi
0: to us at PVD Fest. Um, And, yeah, have fun listening to Lizzie and Kathleen. They were two, like, really inspirational, cool women that I, you know, look up to. So I hope everyone has fun and, and see you at PVD Fest.
2: Yeah, enjoy the episode. Have fun.
0: Are you – so we have Lizzie – Arulo. no, Arujo. Roo- so
3: Arujo. Sorry, it's like- I'm gonna
0: edit that out. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay.
3: It's okay. Starting over. Now I'm nervous. Uh- I no. Got nervous- it's got that Portuguese joie joie thing going on because ah, it's Cape Verdean. Okay, okay. So, okay. You can
1: make her say it yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, you can trick. definitely make me say it. But I will say it is a really good Rhode Island name. <laughs> yeah. Just like Cicilline yeah, it's Alorza. Yeah, it's a so great. So it's good to know how to say it. It
0: is. And yeah. I. And the funny thing is, is that when the mic was off, like I, you said it and I was like, oh yeah, that's fine. Oh, yeah, and then the, the second the mic came out, I'm like, oh no, I'm going to mess it up, I'm going to mess it up, I'm going to mess it up. And then I talked okay. myself out of it.
3: Yeah, nobody knows how, nobody, it's hard. A lot of vowels, it's a lot of vowels.
0: But you know, it's not that hard. It's not that difficult. Yeah. I just got My nervous. last name is
2: Del Judas, and everybody gets it wrong. D-E-L-G-I-U-D-I-C-E, Del Judas. Mm. Everybody gets S- it wrong. Spell that again? D-E-L-G-I-U-D-I-C-E.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely one of those ones that you can't yeah. think about how it's spelled when you yeah. say no, it, No, it, it's, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's very, very different. different. Yeah. you don't. Like, and I think, too, like with social media and all this stuff, like we read a lot of things you're not always talking to people. So you're not always hearing how things are pronounced. So you Mm kind of like put it in your brain. And then when you're corrected, you're like, oh wait, how do I delete like the way I've been saying it in Mm -hmm. my brain? reading it for yeah. the last you know however yeah
2: long. or you, you might just have a an everyday word that you've only ever read mm-hmm. and then you try to use it in a sentence yeah. and
0: somebody's like that's not how you
3: <laughs> pronounce wrong. that like melancholy <laughs> oh okay. oh my
0: god what's that word
3: <laughs> melancholy oh wow oh yeah <laughs> okay all right that makes a lot of sense
0: wow you're just throwing all these gems oh, yeah. out here yeah, misled, misled.
3: <laughs> i've been misled instead of misled yeah, like they're that. all good i yeah. like
0: that um and then we have kathleen pletcher See, look it. All right. It. Now I'm so nervous that I'm like, if I get this one wrong also, then I'm just going to be like fired from the podcast. <laughs> I think it's a really good icebreaker yeah. to,
1: to mispronounce people's names. Yeah. yeah, right? Intentional. Yep.
0: Inten- yeah, yeah. I, all this was you intentional. see how they react. Yeah, all of it was intentional, true. just so everyone knows. It was 100% <laughs> intentional. So Lizzie, okay. you are the director that's of right. Art, no S, Culture plus Tourism of the City of Providence. That's right. That's correct yes correct we're good yes that is correct i was checking with tim (laughs) okay good (laughs) and kathleen (laughs) fletcher is the executive artistic director and founder of first works that is correct perfect okay nailed it i'm glad
2: you had to do that not me i know i feel a little
0: less nervous now good okay thank you um and really (sighs) quick i just um i'll start with you lizzie are you from rhode island
3: um well yes in my mind.
0: Oh good. I like that.
3: Um but I was actually born in the Bronx in Co-op City and I lived there till I was 12 which is doesn't really count but yeah. if you pretend to be from Providence then you without are without the caveat. Yeah. Then people get mad at you. Yeah. I can see <laughs> So that. I got to say <laughs> that yes. Say the They'll real... be like, you know, where did you go to elementary school and you can't answer. Yeah. So rather than get caught in that <laughs> you're just going to w- be yes. out there. I'm a okay. transplant but okay. I Feel Providence is absolutely my home. My parents were from Providence okay. and then they moved to New York. So
0: And then you moved back when you were around twelve? Yeah. Okay. So you've been here for a good amount of time. Yes. In the Hey (laughs) Roadie podcast. Your
3: formative years. Yes, about eight years.
0: Okay. In the Hey Roadie podcast um, (laughs) realm, I'm going to say that you are from Rhode Island. And if anyone says otherwise, they can come talk to me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. That's really meaningful. Of course. I always say, like we've had a few people on who've um, not been originally from here. And I'm like, if you choose to stay here and you choose the time that you're here to do something like cool and good and, you know, help the the city or the state or whatever. I'm like, you deserve to say that you're from here more than like a lot of other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now, Kathleen, are you from?
1: Well, now that you framed it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say absolutely. Yeah. I, and and I have raised two individuals who are definitely from Rhode Island. So yeah. That's why I can talk about Barden's Orchard and very you know, nice. All those things, because because we have those have been steeped in our lives. But originally, I'm from the Midwest. Oh, okay. Michigan, and um, went to college at Oberlin, Ohio.
0: Oh. Lived in New
1: York, started a few nonprofits, and my, my husband, yep. who, when I first came to Rhode Island, everywhere we went people knew him. Oh my God. So I was like, okay, he wasn't born here either. But oh. you're from Rhode Island. What is this? Yeah, you know, that's so funny. We're at an apple orchard. We're in Newport. Yep. We're, you know, wandering around downtown Providence. And and I was just not really used to not that. Not used to that. <laughs> well, and like
0: we were just talking about about how small the state is that like if you you were in the Midwest or if you were in New York, like the chances of knowing someone at every turn is like a lot less likely. But Rhode Island is like, you know, everywhere you go, you're like, oh, I knew that person from that one time we went to this one restaurant in Newport and they live in Cranston and I live down the street in Warwick. And then we meet at the coffee shop and like it's just so connected. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Well, yeah. woven together. Yeah. yeah. yeah and if Absolutely. you're in an industry, yeah.
2: like you kind of just know everybody else in that industry. Like when I was I worked in restaurants for a long time, we knew like, you know, I was in North Smithfield northern rhode island and we knew people that worked in restaurants in Narragansett, and you know westerly and providence and you know east greenwich and you just kind of you'd walk in somewhere and you would know somebody somebody yeah to yeah. A point it got a little annoying
0: somebody. yeah sometimes it's not great <laughs> well even the most rhode island thing happened to um we went as a as a uh as a team from providence monthly we went to an event and the the general manager of Aloft Damaris was yep. there mm-hmm. and she's lovely and we were chatting. And then her and Nick kept looking at each other and they were like, We know each other. How do we know each other? And it turns out that she used yeah. to sit at the bar that he used to bartend at like yeah she years was one of my regulars yeah, yeah. and, and she like,
2: lives in the same neighborhood as one of my friends. And I see her and her husband walking around with their kid all the time. Like, bit of a little bit of so little bit
0: so, weird. It's just so small. Anyway, So, Lizzie, you came back because of your parents, because they were originally from here, correct? And when you came back, did you live in Providence or right right in University Heights? Okay,
3: um, off only, um, only street.
0: Very nice. Yeah, yeah. And and um, Kathleen, how about you? When you came, I came here for love. You came here for love. Very nice. And where did your love bring you in terms Uh, of geography? We
1: were in the Armory District. Oh, very nice. So, um, he had. Gotten uh, bought a bought a house that needed total rehabbing mm. um, with his first paycheck, so yep. it was not an expensive <laughs> house. And was an artist and got a, a grant that helped him hire other artists and rehab. Oh wow! A house, okay. Which well, I now street.
0: live
3: across the street from.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you still live in that Small house? World. No. I was going to say, don't. can you imagine if your neighbors no. like that would be another like weird Rhode Island? It's a whole isn't, other it, layer. isn't <laughs> it? Isn't it? Uh, <laughs> A wild kind of connection it that, is um, it's it's yeah. Yeah. very it's like very um, like I like to think that like things happen for a reason and you manifest things and things you know what i'm saying and then along the way you look back and you're like oh, okay like they all kind of like click they all connect to each other in some like weird well an yeah.
1: interesting thing about reframing and and thinking about Hudson Street is that our friends from New York cuz i i ran a puppet theater in New York City and oh God, lived in New York that's, she said puppets that's so i said cool. the word puppets. <laughs> puppets so our friends from New York would come up and they would be Hudson Street, we're in the country. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. When I was growing up in New York,
3: we used to come here for the summer. And every time I arrived, we would drive to Rocky Point. Aww. And I would go to Rocky Point. And How then I would cute. go to the beach all summer. And I couldn't believe we were moving here. Ooh. It well, was like, like it. moving to your vacation
0: area. Sorry, I'm having an issue. Oh yeah, no, it sounds horrible. It's no, it's fine. It's my um insulin pump. It's- <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry about that. Um I had a medical it wasn't an emergency. It just my medical device was like um behaving badly. But it's all good now. Everything's good you now. You feel all right? Oh yeah, yeah it's you should fine.
1: definitely take care. Yeah, yeah, no,
0: it's it's so what it is is I I use a, an insulin pump that is um uh, controlled by like a bluetooth device and if the bluetooth device is like upset about something, it just makes the thing on my arm just like go crazy so i just had to go like tell her she's fine and, okay. I, and now it's all good so <laughs> okay. sorry about that that was very dramatic um i'm so sorry so back you used to, to we go were, to rocky point i used to go to thank, rocky you, point, thank you thank you and it
3: was um my family's vacation place right yeah so i couldn't believe we were moving of Providence. I was so excited. Were you? I still yeah. am. I still feel like, like I get to vacation go on permanent here. vacation. Yeah, that's exactly. true. That's yeah, amazing. it still feels like a vacation here. That's why I get so irritated about work.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> like I just want a vacation. I just want
3: to go to the beach. Yeah. Well,
0: it's cool because in 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 a place like New York, I mean, I know that there's a lot of sites you can see, but like Rhode Island is so special that like if you want to do like uh what's it called hiking, if you want to go to the beach, if you want to have like a city experience, like. All that happens like in a very small circuit of you don't have to travel very far, yeah, it's true. which is really cool. And
3: it, New York is just a completely different animal. Mm. So uh, and you can get there pretty quickly from here, too.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. And the train, it's like a great train route that to take. Like if you, you know, get on the the train at um what's the station called? I don't
3: know. The train station? Is it just the train yeah. station? In Providence, the Providence Train <laughs> it's Station. It's just Providence
0: Train Station, yeah, right? I
3: think so. I don't think they renamed it Union Station. I think it was called that when yeah. it was where the Rhode Island Foundation yep. is now, but I don't think they've renamed it. I don't know though, Amtrak folks don't think. Let's get that. yeah,
0: <laughs> let's 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 um we'll call them. We'll call okay. their people. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so
1: it's interesting to hear about your family kind of and your sense um coming to Providence because I think part of why i'm so jazzed about what we do Hmm. together act and first works and the festival is that when i first came to providence for love the the trees um at dexter park near the cranston street armory had just been planted they were shorter than me and i am not a tall woman and (laughs) i can attest to that we we would go go out or try to go out to dinner in downtown providence and at 8.30, every place was closed. Oh, wow. So I I say that be- mm. because it's such a measure of how far we've come, you know. Yeah. And I, it's really, really been exciting to have that. It's a little like we just renovated a house, and we've done that about three or four times. When you go, wait, I want to look at the before picture. Yeah, you want to see it. it. it really says, even though I think we all see much much more to do and that we want to do of course and and the vision keeps growing but but to wind back
0: yeah sometimes you have to sit in like this you know there's (laughs) i think a lot of us too mentally we're always just like oh i can be doing something better this can be better this can be blah 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 but i think sometimes it's really good to sit in where you are and be like like you said look at how like look at where we are now like it's crazy yeah
2: acknowledging how far you've come doesn't negate the fact that there's still more
0: to do yeah Absolutely. Really That's just-
3: absolutely true.
0: Yeah. I I, agree. I um I moved to Providence probably I've been here probably like eight years, seven or eight years. And it's funny because even in that, like, I mean, I know I add it on time is very strange, like, you know, as it goes on. It goes really fast and then sometimes it goes really slow, right? It's all especially crazy. the
3: last two years. Yeah. <laughs> time is crazy. Time is crazy, yeah.
0: right? So I've lived in Providence seven or eight years, and even in that scale of time when I first moved to Providence to now, it, the, the difference is like insane. Like, you know, all the beautiful budding businesses and thriving um, small yeah. um, restaurants and cafes and retail stores and all this stuff. And I know they've been, it's been a long time that they've been around, but it feels like over the last few years, especially, um, you know, obviously with all the turmoil from COVID, now that we're like slowly getting our way back out of it, it feels like, it feels really nice. Yeah, I, th- I think that it
3: does feel nice yeah. for things to be reopening. I think the city is much more engaging um, to more people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was, my experience in Providence was gra- graduating from Hope High School in 1982 and going to AS 220 <gasps> when it was over, where like Alchemy and Askew is now. Yeah. And I was a young director, I was a producer of theater. Oh my God. And I knew that Burt would, you know, AS 220 would let me do my show there because he let anybody do a show. Yeah. <laughs> so I would walk up the stairs and book the room and there was nobody around, but there was a small community of really exciting and uh, exciting folks around, mm. you know? And then AS220 went and moved to Empire Street and- we were right next to a lot of drag bars mm. and all the drag queens and all of that. And, yeah. I, you know, a lot of them are gone now. I'm not sure where they are. I see some of them. And I, I just think about how, you know, in 1992, 1990, how I wish so many of those women were around to see the yeah. the past mm-hmm. that they they created for so many other, yeah. um, you know, queer people and different kinds of people in the world. Totally. Um, and- you know, there's a trade off sometimes mm-hmm. that there is something lovely about the underbelly of the world. That's I have true. to be honest about that. Yeah. Um, and then also something really lovely about engaging in beautiful cities that people can interface with. And you can get dinner after nine o'clock at nine. Yeah. And, um, you know, you can get a cup of coffee. Still, though, right now, Post COVID. It's very hard to get a cup of coffee downtown after three o'clock. Yeah. 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 yeah
1: that's wild, isn't it? I think <laughs> it's COVID. They're like, why should we open yeah. for Lizzie? Yeah. You're like, I
0: need <laughs> the caffeine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like what you were saying about uh, you know, the people who didn't get like maybe aren't around still to see like what it is today. Um yeah. there's a I just heard a saying not that long ago. It's something like um like the sad part of progress is those who planted the trees won't be able to sit underneath Aww. them that's right. or something oh, yeah, like that's that. That's true. Oh. Right. And it's it's really true. true.
3: That is true. I think that there's also this co- competition. I I when I was a young woman, I moved to the East Village. Yeah. So I was in the East Village in the '80s. So don't ask me any questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, there was a competition even then. Like yeah. I lived on Sixth Street. In 1979. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived on Fifth Street in yeah. 1962. Yeah. You know, who was the coolest, who'd yeah. been there the longest? I often think Providence residents have, have, have some of little- yeah, that. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. Similar, I've been that, yeah. here the longest. Yeah, yeah. I'm I can never see that. there the longest. I've never been there the longest. Yeah. And
0: and two, you were talking about <laughs> ASU um, 20 along with like all the other parts of the communities that have made Providence so extremely beautiful and diverse and wonderful. AS220 is such a unique like place for artists that they get to like foster their creativity where they may never have, like even yesterday we spoke, we had, um, Um, Michael Azell on our podcast he's done some murals in the city he's such a wonderful artist he's from Indiana and he came here and he was given the opportunity to use the different tools at AS220 and be around other artists people who felt like him who felt the same you know passion for different things that he felt where you know you don't always get that everywhere so there's so many like Parts about providence and so many organizations that work to like foster those things, yeah, which I think for is. Sure. I learned really how to use cool. a computer
3: at AS220. Really, playing, playing Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> um, that. I was uh, worked there for ten years, and yeah. I think it. it I and I when I left that job, I got pregnant. You know, I got knocked up, and I couldn't work. And,
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> and I had been a bartender at Lupo's, and oh uh, you know, God. all over the place. Yeah, usually the people recognize me. I asked them if they've been drunk in Providence. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and I don't. And when I left that job, I was like, "Well, that was it. Mm-hmm. That was like my arts administrator thing. I'll never do that again." I you don't know? think.
0: I think. I um, think it came like back around. I know, but it was it, those relationships
3: great. cemented me as a professional in that. Yep arena that, realm, yeah. that brought me to this moment in my yeah. life you know so it's kind of amazing trajectory for that ASU twenty is able to provide
0: totally and and have you be around people not even not even necessarily like-minded but i would assume that is like the case a lot of time but like people from different backgrounds who bring different sorts of visions to different things that you may not have ever had the the the, the access to before you know Absolutely. like i think about that a lot you know being from you know a small northern town in Rhode Island like you know going to I remember going to like an AS220 collaborated event it was at like on a block in Providence and seeing people like doing art and like being involved and being like oh I've never seen like art that looks like this before or artists doing it like in front of people and collaborating and it's just like such a cool experience it is Um, giving
3: way to PVD fest, giving way <laughs> to
0: PVD fest. And before we jump into PVD fest, I want to hear a little bit about Kathleen and your start with first works, um, because I think what's cool, what it, not even planned, it's like the pillar of Lizzie and then the pillar of Kathleen, and then we're gonna get to PVD fest. And I think it's the hand gesture
1: is curved. It's curved. It's, yeah oh, that's <laughs> they're true. very organic. They're ar- they're these ar- ar- pillars they're
0: arches. I'm sorry, they're like arches. <laughs> okay. So the Lizzie arch, the Kathleen arch, and then we're gonna get yeah, to yeah. Well, fest. Uh,
1: so so. Sure to talk about that, but from what Lizzie was just saying, it made me think of Yo-Yo Ma, who First Works did a year-long project with, mm-hmm. and and he was talking to me. He was involved with with kids across the city, and and a big premiere at at PPAc that we did. But he talked to me about cosmopolitans, and you know, I really thought of that word as like a shishi word. Mm. But what he really meant is is that kind of great diversity. Like you were saying, Sasha, meeting people from all over and bringing people from all over into some sort of cross-pollination. Yeah, And and, uh, I think that does segue into the festival. But for me, I really started as an artist. I was a concert pianist and Like, really nerdy. But, you know, (laughs) I did classical music and practiced six hours a day, went to a high school for it, went to conservatory. But I also was like, I'm not a composer. And I don't have that talent. And I was just like, how is this? what I'm doing the mm-hmm. way I was doing it speaking to social justice how is it speaking to changing the world Yeah, and so I started to do developmental theater but specifically puppetry mm-hmm. so like political experimental puppetry started I calling it visual theater oh my god you should definitely bring definitely back definitely bring back the social justice puppets, puppets.
0: yeah we're down
1: they, there are quite a few of they them they can come on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> they, they are emerging <laughs> As
0: much they're here. <laughs> They're here. We have some special guests, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, so,
1: so went from that to um, getting to know Providence and and falling in love, and moving here and kind of going okay. New York for me, coming from the Midwest, was just what was happening in the East Village: spaghetti dinners for one dollar for all the puppeteers to get together, yeah. on Tuesday nights. Oh you know, my God. just just like loving that community and yep. and coming here and going hmm. You know what can I contribute? What can I do? So I got involved with First Night. At, at um, eventually became artistic director of First Night, a one night New Year's Eve. Non-alcoholic celebration of the arts, and there was a real impetus to start it because of thinking about alcohol and and you know people dying on New yeah. Year's Eve, which uh-huh. changed. Also, thinking about enlivening cities. Yeah. Um. So around two thousand, um, kind of what first nights were, there were two hundred and fifty across the country. Wow. And the the idea of one night uh, was sort of like not. Doing enough. And 9-11 happened yep. and there were two blizzards on New Year's Eve in Providence. So I was standing on stage at PPAC for three shows with artists, aerial artists whose gear had been stuck on a plane. Oh my so God. they were they were earthbound. A lot of different things happened. Yeah. And, and first works, the idea of of taking that. Festival access, really bringing arts and non-arts, people together, mm. bringing you know, artists from around the world, but local artists, all came out of that kind of phoenix from the ashes, yeah um, that was first night.
0: Yeah. And I think um, from what I know of First Works, um, from the work we've done together and, you know, different, you know, <clears throat> articles I've read and research I've done, you, I feel like your, the organization does a really good job of bringing local, like you said, local artists, whether it's, you know, music or art or like actual, I'm I'm doing like a paint, like a paint writing sort of <laughs> motion in the air. But, you know, like more physical <laughs> art in that aspect. And then like world wide artists right someone from a different country different cultures like how we were talking about as 220 brings together people to work with each other from different aspects you're doing that in a, like a a world scale in the performing arts in the perfor- yeah yeah so is-
1: so this summer we're back at roger williams park was something called first work summer beats. And an example is William Cepita, who really created Afro Rican jazz. Yep. And Lydia Perez, who is a, a a local star, Puerto Rican Institute of Arts and Advocacy. That's right. If, yep. if I've got the acronym yep. right. And um, actually they know each other already. So <laughs> so the idea of like curatorially yep. having them collaborate yep. at the Roger Williams Park bandstand <laughs> is is kind of a micro, microcosm of that, and and the festival yep. is is a macrocosm of that, you yeah. know, because there are so many stages and and the idea that it is not programming outside acts or programming only local that that we're really, you know, looking more and more and had a couple years when when. This is the comeback, yeah, right, this, this year, but comeback. a couple of years where, where we had happenings and and were kind of sprinkling, yeah. rather than glomming, yep. Um, yep. But we learned some things from that too, because well, that gave us a little time to figure to stuff out, have it breathe, and you know, just going back. One other thing that that popped into my mind that I really. I really like, and I don't get to say very often, in terms of first nights. So there were about 250 in the country, and we are the only one who has turned into a year-round arts organization. That's amazing. That's that's The National Endowment for the Arts said to me, you should say that story. We tell Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater, you know, tell your story, your founding story all yeah. the time. It doesn't actually seem all that relevant, but it's really fun to say. Yeah. And
0: it's really <laughs> cool. And again, what we were just talking about how you always, you know, it's just human nature to always want to do more, do something different, but like- Move able forward. Move yeah. forward. But being able to sit and like, oh, wow, that's the, what First Works has achieved is like pretty awesome. And it's uh, you got to sit in it for a minute and yeah, like, be yeah. like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. Like- Give yourself a snap for that. Well, that's incredible. Oh, thank you. You're and are I, I think,
1: you know, there are so many partnerships yeah. that, as we were talking about, kind of the the roots and relationships and, and you know, the continuity mm. of AS220, you know, the yep. longevity, that's just amazing. It's, it's also really interesting to watch the people who are coming in or coming in and even in the past three years, you know, yeah. re- coming into... Providence and and totally. infusing it with new energy and new ideas. And, yeah, you know how how you kind of honor both those mm, totally at, at the same time.
0: Yeah, I, I I love everything that you're saying is is awesome, and I think that um, both of you. I'm really. I feel really lucky that I'm getting a chance to speak to both of you individually and hearing a little bit about like your history and your past, and then like what's coming next is really exciting for me because obviously as a young woman who lives in Providence, like I love to see other women doing like really awesome, exciting things and like making you know not to be like cheesy, but like making waves in the Ocean State. You know what I mean? Like that's really exciting and like really cool. So thanks for um, you know giving us a little bit of insight and background into both of you. Yeah, Um, and.
2: Well, so I don't know if this is where you're going to go with it. I don't want to just cut you off. But um, to kind of stick with the theme of like building something, the pillars, ar- arches the and arches, pillars, um, <laughs> as we're going to get into a PBD Fest itself uh, and what that's become for this year. Uh, and, you know, obviously we had to deal with uh, COVID last year and uh, it almost happening and then not happening and kind of going virtual. Um can either one of you or both of you give a little bit of history of PVD Fest and how long it's been around and what made it start and the whole nine yards or as much as you can. Uh,
3: Yeah. So, (laughs) So, um, I'll let Kathleen speak to her experience with PVD Fest and the partnership with the city. And I'll talk a little bit about what I believe Mm. to be our culture and tourism and my connection to the festival. So, I was brought into the department hired specifically because I produce events and okay. I, I'm an operator. So when I was hired, it was to do festivals. I had done big festivals at AS220. I'd mm-hmm. done big festivals with the black rep. Um, and so that was how I was connected to it. And, um, that was seven years ago. Wow. And there was, a uh, smaller festival that we worked on together, the Providence International. Was that the, in
1: 2014? Did we call it that? <laughs> it's had a couple iterations yeah. before it arrived yeah. at, at its PVD Fest. God, I remember being so, so... Providence International Arts Festival before that First Works Festival in right. the plaza. And First Works had always
3: been an amazingly exquisite curator mm. um, in bringing events to the city things that you don't wouldn't normally yeah. see and moments that were just crystalline special right and my what i did was i went down the block and i was like do you say poetry <laughs> <laughs> let's put you on the stage right <laughs> so those two aesthetics kind of came together yeah um and I remember thinking, "What is different about this job?" Like I didn't really understand I was going to be doing exactly what I'd always been doing—carrying yeah. water, and you know.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're trying to get her to share those things. Yeah. So this <laughs> year I'm not waters. carrying it anymore. I'm not trying to get it carrying <laughs> anymore. Um,
3: but any anyway, I th- I feel like that was a, a lot of conversation around how we share those philosophies, and I think we both had deep respect for each other's ways that we curated. Different way of doing things. Yeah. I mean, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) We're like opposite doppelgangers of each other. Um, But really, really had a lot of conversations about connecting those things. And of course, Stephanie Fortunato, who was my boss Mm -hmm. for seven years and just recently left, really understood how to let people breathe and let people be themselves Mm -hmm. in their jobs. And so... We all work together to try to do, you know, the neighborhood meets the world or what.
0: What's the tagline? I love that. Oh, (laughs) Around the corner around the globe. Yeah, around the corner around the globe, right? That's really beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. so
3: these these deeply local, I think 97% of the festival has been local. Wow. um, And a huge portion of the money is spent locally. Mm. Um, But, of course, the headliners often come from other places. It's a big splash, and it gives people, sometimes can make people feel differently. But I assure you that most of the money is spent in Providence and with local vendors, Rhode Island vendors. Yeah. so, but, so that's, that's one piece of it. That yeah. Now, well, now it's your
1: I, turn. I, <laughs> I I always want to s- start where you stopped and then go back to what you Yeah, yeah, were, yeah, yeah, What we actually were talking about, because I, I think, thinking about some of the guest artists who come in, I, I I'm going to use that word cross-pollinate again, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about, um, two of the headliners, the ERA footwork from Chicago, who, um, um, uh, Micah Salkin from Art, Culture, and Tourism. Doctor. Has Dr. Doctor Doctor, who's written a book on Ooh. house music. But at first, like three years ago, recommended this group to us. And when they are with us, they are going to be having community conversations yeah. and performing a PVD fest and going into a local elementary school and working with those students. Mm-hmm. So it, it radiates out um, and... So if I back up, I think, we'll, f- <laughs> well, First Works is 18 years old and was really um, kind of our genesis and art culture and tourism were at that same mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really interesting to kind of think how the relationship ha- has evolved and what we've learned and, and um, you know, kind of f- fast forward to now still really, really, really learning. And and, uh, the the seeds of the festival were um, from three different National Endowment for the Arts, Our Town Grants, which specifically were art, culture, and tourism, and First Works, and other partners, because Mm -hmm. we have Many 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 many. <laughs> many, 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 many. Many, 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 many. AS220, The Steel Yard, Gather Glass. Yep.
3: Um, and we work with a lot of young curators and producers mm. who are now, you know, a little more established in mm-hmm. their work. Spock of Summer, um, Stay Silent. Mm. We are. Hoteliers. You yeah. Hot- know, I mean, we Media yeah. sponsors. I mean, Everyone. It, it's it endless. Yeah. You it, guys now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: See? Yeah. Add us to the it's list. A,
1: it is a long list. But I, I think that. Um, we are, especially over the course of the past two years, and, and Lizzie has a, a long tenure with the department. Mm-hmm. First Works has a, you know, relationship since the beginning with the department, but, but we're on the cusp of some really new stuff. So a comeback isn't just like resuming. Yeah. You know, it is, it is uh, um, kind of Culminate and coming back, but there's also reinvention because, mm-hmm. uh, over the past number of years, really focusing on how local artists ensembles could do something extraordinary mm-hmm. that the festival helped make possible. I'm yeah. really excited and 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 you know. Lizzie could talk about this too, but, um, the <laughs> CD Maiga's, um, festival will be, you know, sort of the festival within the festival, the Africa Nyanka festival. And, mm. you know, we become, we, the festival, become, um, sort of a, a platform and, and, and look for that longer, um, what's the longer, mm. you know, kind of ripple effect, yeah. effect from that. And, and seeing... Work that is happening, that that hopefully not with everybody all the time, but hopefully we can you know kind of help rise, and then you know the rising helps providence and it helps all. all A rising
0: tide lifts all ships. That's like one of my favorite quotes. Especially being in Rhode Island, you know, like the ocean. Okay, it all comes back. (laughs) It all comes back. Really
2: leaning into the nautical. I'm not
0: usually like this, but. (laughs) Um, And I have to say, too, um, just as as sort of like an outsider who didn't know all this like sort of deep history and like sort of the more broad stuff that you guys are talking about. When my husband and I first moved to Providence, I believe I could be wrong about like the name, but I'm pretty sure we saw the International Artist Providence Festival. And I'm gonna ask you. Might not remember this. Was there like a someone who put like strings from like in? Yes. Can- okay, and he like the harp, right? Was yeah. Earth he like playing harp. the harp. Yeah.
1: Okay. We turned a building into the world's S- largest musical instrument. Yes. Yeah. Earth harp. So no. that was
0: like either spectacle. the, the first, a spectacle. the first or second year or something that we had lived in Providence mm-hmm. and we had no idea that it was going on, right? Because we were new to the city, we weren't like super hip to the the in crowd, knowing the cool things. And I remember, like you are now. Like I am. Now I'm the expert in all the cool things. All the hips. I'm totally kidding. I know nothing. <laughs> um, But I, we went, you know, out. Maybe we went out to dinner. I don't remember what we were doing. And we were just like amazed by everything that was going on in this like tiny little city. There was – or like, back then too, I think they had like these little fish going up like oh, yeah, yeah. the oh, yeah. building. Yeah, And I remember beautiful. never, you know, like I said, I'm from – I mean, not even that far away. I'm, it's – 25 minutes to get to Providence from where I grew up, but like being in the middle of like such artistic things happening, like right next to where I lived was like something that I had never experienced before. And it was so cool to be kind of like in it, like seeing it happen. Yeah. yeah. And so just from an outsider's perspective, so you both know, like how big of a deal that is to someone who's not even an artist, a performer or a, a, you know, a sculptor or a painter. I have no, you know, musical abilities, we love that. We love
1: it not being like you have to self-define as an arts person. I think when Lizzie was talking about, you know, going out on the street and saying, hey,
0: want to do some poetry? poetry,
1: So um, we did a project either the year before or the year after with Bandaloop. So the dancers Mm -hmm. hanging off the building. Um, I was thinking about awesome. them incredible. them collaborating mm-hmm. with Christopher Johnson, mm-hmm. so poet laureate, you know, and and the traveling back and forth that Christopher did to work with Vandalu in, in Oakland, Oakland. Yeah. and um, you know, bringing he he did a wonderful poem about Providence. Aww. We had dinners that he, he dangled, he dangled from the building, <laughs> and then yeah, this is like. Complete (laughs) courage, not even the artistic kind. You know, they were like, you should rappel down the building, too. So not only did he travel to Oakland and source poetry at community dinners at Southside Cultural Center, but once he was working with them here, they were like, we can put you in a harness. You can do this. (laughs) He did it. And you and did he it! Did. Wow, he
0: dangled. That's crazy. He yeah.
1: walked the face of the building. It's crazy. That's that was nuts. crazy.
0: And that's a
3: perfect way that the festival works. Mm.
1: That it scares the hell out of us. It <laughs>
0: well,
1: that's always fall. the right. way right. the no, festival sorry. works. Sorry, what did you mean? Um,
3: when you can really provide? Well, I don't like to use those kind of words, but when uh, somebody that that cross pollination. Oh, thank
1: you. Yeah, my word.
3: <laughs> um, actually works in a deep and meaningful way for the local artists and of course for the visiting artists but my most important thing i think about all the time is the local creative economy and local artists and making sure that they are getting um experience and value from bringing these folks from other places that the people who live in rhode island are really experiencing this brilliance and this talent. Mm. I mean, I don't necessarily believe in talent or magic or I mean I think <laughs> <But> that, <maybe. laughs> I think professionalism is to do with luck. Yeah. But um, that's why I think people need to be in that that airspace mm. because they need to realize that they are just like those folks.
0: Totally yeah, I think that's really um like what what you guys are saying, c- the cross-pollination or the marriage between like the local and the global is really important because, you know, if you're especially being from a small state like, you know, Rhode Island, it's cool to see someone who maybe does the same sort of, you know, art, whether it's perform or poetry or music or regardless of the avenue it's down. I feel like it's really interesting to see someone on a global level to say like, oh, that... You know, that can bring me there like that, you know, that is because sometimes you live in a world right where you are you draw say you're someone who draws and you've never met anyone who's done anything besides just draw in their living room or whatever or on their desk. And then you meet this person, maybe they live in Africa or France or wherever. And they sell their drawings. And that's so cool to like have uh, to see that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, you don't always get the chance to see that. So
1: I I think you're kind of talking about, you know, um, the path ahead and what you can Mm, see. Yeah. I I think there is also something for, you know, audiences. So I think about audiences as well and and what is like inspiring, mind opening. Mm. But I also think... Going back to talking about artists, or, or there is exchange, yeah, and, and uh-huh. that's really interesting to me. Um, we brought a, a family dance company from Sumatra mm-hmm. um, in maybe 2015. Nam Prabang, I think their name was. Um, and they got together with the family dance company in Providence, oh, that's Everett. That's awesome. And so, you know, what is the exchange or yeah. even right. even um, in 2019, um, Natal, who was living on the West Side, and Fidel Nadal, um, who was is an artist from Argentina, they were scheduled to perform, didn't They participated in something First Works did called a virtual urban carnivale uh, close to New Year's Eve in, must have been 2020. And then they've been working together in Mexico City. That's so cool. Like on their own kind of, she just did a workshop for Mm. us yesterday in Central Falls for First Works. But so the collaboration continued. Yeah. You know, you can't hit that in this scale of festival. Mm with every single thing we do. But I think that the more those are are kind of the...
0: Seeing those blossom is really cool too. I I can assume like doing all this work and organization and getting everything together and it happens. And then, you know, years later, you're seeing like people still collaborating, people still learning from each other, people still working together. I think that's like super special and having any type of role in that I can assume is like really... Although, again, we're always looking forward, but it's sometimes to be like, oh, yeah, like, you know, we created this event that has harbored and, you know, nurtured a lot of artists That's and true. local, global, together, audience. Like, there's so many little pieces to that puzzle that, yeah. like, equal. Yeah.
2: Know? And I think it's um, kind of important, too, with the festival is that it's a f- not just about, it is an arts festival, but it's a festival like there's there's community. food and there's there's, there's drink food. and there's <laughs> there's celebration and there's uh there's all that kind of stuff that goes on Arts. too because uh, you don't expand your cause by only talking to the people who already believe in your cause, yeah, so mm-hmm. having something that allows you know like I have a big group of friends that most of them aren't very artsy at all, mm-hmm. but they like p v d fest because there's a ton of food you can go, go grab some drinks, you take your family with you like there's there's cool stuff going on, yeah. but you're introducing uh this cause and people that uh, are important to you to a whole new group of mm. people.
3: Right, yeah. And there's something so cool about just walking in Kennedy Plaza. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. With no traffic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, walking and, in the city with yeah. no
1: traffic. That is transformative. Yeah. Yeah, you know, This just, sort of agency to mm-hmm. just be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I mean...
0: Yeah, take ownership of really space. really interesting. Yeah. And I mean, especially in a city, regardless if it's, if it's Providence, New York, Chicago, wherever you are, like getting to actually, like you said, like there's, you can just stop like there's no it's not rushed you're not like oh i gotta find a parking spot i gotta do this i gotta do that like you can just relax oh i want to go grab a drink now i want to go walk to this um performance i'm done with this now i want to go down here and families are there and kids are there and people are experiencing things that you know
3: it's a shared experience exactly it's
0: a community and it's you know i i know you know, when my brother and his um sons and, and their family come, it's so exciting to have him in my city and getting to walk around. And the last time they came, um the, the, the PvD fest before COVID, there was like this big like bubble thing there was bubbles everywhere somewhere oh and yes do you remember that <laughs> okay do. so slip sliding <laughs> yeah 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 so it was like that. such and it was like past their bedtime for sure and like they oh needed the to, foam it was yes. foam sorry oh, sorry sorry remember it was foam it was foam <laughs> but we had this is a memory that i will have in my brain and for my entire life is he he must have been like three years old and we were just like playing around the foam and and having that experience and like it was just so cool and if that wasn't pvd fest if there wasn't a reason for them to come to the city and stay in the city and have dinner with us and see the art and all that stuff like that wouldn't have happened
3: we have foam every year you do foam again this year i love the foam because it has been used for I just love how PBD Fest has made the foam a family experience. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It
0: wasn't in my in my uh, experience. We don't have to it go was... down that road. <laughs> um, so we've gone. Uh, you know, we uh, our show is all about going on tangents and talking about you know the people that are behind things. But you obviously have a pretty exciting thing happening, and then what's May? So in a month.
1: Yes. It's the comeback. We have three days of a pretty exciting <laughs>
0: thing. Three, yeah, three days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. It's June, I'm not going to know the 9th, 10th, and 11th.
3: June 10th, 10th 11th, 11th and, 12th. and 12th.
0: Okay, so Thursday, no, nope. Friday, Friday, so Sunday.
3: Saturday, Sunday. Cool. Friday, 5 to 10. Mm. Saturday, 12 to 8. Sunday, Twelve to
0: six. Oh, great! Wow, thank you so much. No problem. That was amazing. Um, so, if you wouldn't mind talking to us a little bit about, like, what what you guys are doing for PVD Fest this year, what we have to look forward to, what you're looking forward to, all the good stuff. It's, it it almost <sighs>
1: feels like we should talk about it with flavors, you know? Because um, I, I, I don't I, even know what you mean. I, well, I but mean, I'm hungry. I <laughs> I mean that, uh, you know, musically, one big flavor on Friday night is is New Orleans. Yeah, mm. New Orleans jazz. Rebirth and- brass band. That's amazing. Food trucks, the folks who
3: do food truck Fridays. She, she really
1: thought of food. <laughs> no, no, <yeah. laughs>
3: flavors, flavors. Oh, yeah. Very literal. Um, the, uh, food, the folks who do food truck Fridays are running the food trucks for the festival this year. Awesome. So there's going to be. 20 trucks on Friday, 35 trucks wow. on Saturday, 20 trucks on Sunday. A lot of different kinds of food. Incredible. Of course, there will be
1: bars. Um, dancing in the streets. Dancing in the, 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 the company, the food and bars. So We made from, big decisions uh, to
3: make sure there could be dancing in the streets for incredible. sure. From New
1: Orleans music to uh, uh, a flavor. I ill-advisedly used that word. But <laughs> a- anyway, a musical flavor for Saturday night is um, a, a incredible salsa orchestra, Eddie Palmieri, who Mm -hmm. is a Latin piano jazz legend and really, really hot sounds to dance to. Ooh. Yeah, no, it's
3: going to be really, I'm really looking forward to the headliners this yeah. year. I think it's really going to be exciting to mm-hmm. be there. I'm hoping to be able to watch some of it this year. Dance a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe dance a little bit. Yeah, that will be great. All the music. And then Sunday we have Sidi Magia and the Africa Niaga Festival, where oh, he brings wow. some folks from different countries in Africa. He does the festival every year in the streets, and we decided to invite him to do it. Um, with us on Sunday and then of course the day of Portugal is happening in the rink Mm -hmm. concurrently and they will also have a parade that goes down through the we have a parade on
0: Saturday oh my god right Uh (laughs) so many good (laughs) things at least a parade at least one parade (laughs) one parade on Saturday one parade
3: on Sunday wow we call it the Cluster Festival. I love that. There's a lot going on. <laughs> a lot. There's a lot on. going on. And, and Big
1: Nazo will Big be with Naso's us. Those opening the festival. Oh, They're opening fun. the festival on Friday. That's incredible. Sunday, a group from um, Peru, uh, Lima, called Hit the Rosa, so an indie band. Oh that, wow. Uh, in that sort of sense of of like it it connects us out and it celebrates mm-hmm. what's within. Um, that's just before Africa. Africa, Nyaga, Yeah. happens. We have eight stages. Wow. We have a local
3: band stage that has been curated by Motif and Askew and Alchemy in Providence. Oh, um, so cool. We have a, a hip hop stage, uh, not just hip hop, but AS220 is managing sort of the youth voice mm. and the hip hop voice there. We have been working with them to do a curation of uh, MCs and, and rappers. Wow. Uh, we have a dance stage in Mathewson Street. Spectacle. We have, we have a, a spectacle. spectacle.
1: Oh, my god! We, <laughs> we almost so... forgot. <laughs> um, Squonk, who has been with us over the course of the festival with some just really amazing visual things, is is doing a piece called Hand to Hand that seemed really appropriate to Providence and the makers in Providence. Yeah. They... Um, are both a, a band and a spectacle, and the hands are like the size of small houses. Oh my God. It's very interactive. So cool. there, there's really, a, when Lizzie was giving uh, the time so beautifully, you did that. I they know you did well. that really well. Um, of the festival, really a consciousness about this being, you know, for families. Yes. And the hand to hand squonk will um, um performance will happen both Saturday and Sunday, and has this interactivity. Oh, so, that's awesome! You know, you can, really cool. You you could can, can, like it's puppetry, right? You, yeah, you can love
0: the Pull
1: the, the ropes oh, and make the puppetry. Hands. We love
3: the puppets, and we'll have a youth stage on Westminster oh, Street, right, and of um, maybe some fake grass and inflatables for kids to play with out there. So it it is really going to be a really beautiful family event this Mm. year, out in the sun, out in the daylight, all of us getting together. And it is proven that communities who celebrate together are more resilient. Oh, I love that. So coming together and celebrating joyfully the comeback of the festival is just going to put us in great stead for the future.
0: Yeah, I think that's really, man, that was such a great, great, Blurb there, that was like yeah, really yeah, beautiful, yeah. really. It's once in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Clocks right,
3: you know, no matter what. Yeah, driven Twice by
1: passion. But I, you know, I think we get obviously quite worked up about this and excited. Um, but I, I love the idea. What you were talking about, some green, some grass, mm-hmm. and there's Burnside Park. Yeah. There, oh, yeah. there are. You know, places where you don't have to be an extrovert every moment. Yeah. You can, That's You right. can find your space to chill. Yep. And-
3: um, We are working with the Spectrum Theater Ensemble, which is a neurodivergent theater company. Oh, wow. And uh, they're working with us to create some space okay. for folks who have a neurodivergence and need to step back- That's incredible. from the chaos. Also, Ramp, <laughs> which is a- organization dedicated to uh, accessibility for folks who need mobile assistance Mm -hmm. and they're going to, we're going to do a roll around. That's what they call it in Mm. the festival and make sure that our footprint is as accessible as it possibly can be in an old city. Wow. So we are really working hard to make sure that everyone feels welcome.
0: Yeah, and it feels like you've, from what you guys are talking about between the performances and the spaces you have laid out and the partners you're working with, feels like you have you've thought of a lot of things. You have a lot of things covered, which is really great. So I if see. you're someone who just wants to go experience the food trucks and you don't even know that there's art happening, if you are going just to see the performances and you ha- don't know that bars are open, there's pl- there's little pockets in there for exploring and finding out new things right. and and seeing.
1: Yeah, and you can also sort of sample in advance if yeah. you're somebody who likes to get a sense of like what am I, getting <laughs> what am I into? getting into? Well, you know, you can um, the PVD Fest website yeah. has videos we've put together um, of past festivals yeah. but but also it was just refreshed last wow. night. I thought, how did they find that really how they find beautiful? beautiful. That, no, you said <laughs> PBDfest.com. <laughs>
3: Pbdfest.com. Wow. I was I afraid I'd get it wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you got sure. it perfectly then, right. I'm always sure. like, oh do I have that name? I'm you know
3: where yeah. you started with names yeah. is how I'm I like, feel about
0: web addresses. I'm so glad we
3: did this because I'm feeling really excited about the festival. Yeah <laughs>
0: it's gonna be really I mean I can tell you from someone who lives in Providence who is, like I said, is not particularly like involved in like music or art or anything like that. I get to, I consume it a lot, which is great. Yeah. Going, something like PVD Fest is so exciting for myself and like my husband and our friends because it's a place that we can go and just absorb so much stuff, right? Like art, performance, different people that we know, people, friends that we, you know, this is Rhode Island. So the fact that you're going to like stumble upon like your cousin from... Kingston is, is likely, you know, but like just being able to be there in one spot together and enjoying all these things. and Shared experience. Exactly. Mara Lorza yeah. says <laughs> shared experience is mm-hmm. very important about an artful moment. It's I, really that important. Plus, is dancing
1: in the streets. It's Oh, and I'm dancing.
0: I'm going to be dancing in the streets. And I think after being so separated for so long, I think that's part of the reason too why this year it's so exciting to be. Back with people. And, you know, when when it was released, the dates, I remember texting our my, my group chat of friends like, guys, make sure you have this on your calendar. Like, we're going to PVD Fest. If not all the days, pick the day that you're free the most because yeah. there's so many different things happening. And, and I feel super lucky that I get to live in a city that is the creative capital and loves being the creative capital and loves, you know, having all these different forms of art and culture. And it's just, oh, my God, I'm so yeah I'm there there is excited. just so
1: much to talk about and I don't think we can really tease this out as well but to say from that festival weekend there will be PVD Fest happenings. Oh August and okay. actually, um, we were talking about three of them today: the Rhode yep. Island Philharmonic at, mm. at the Roger Williams Park yep. Temple of Music,
0: yeah, which and, are always so beautiful. That yeah. that setup is so
1: and something wonderful. we're we're really excited about as well is a group from Kiev, Ukraine, mm-hmm. Daka Braka who we featured in the 2019 festival. They made borscht in Kennedy Plaza, as well as performing just thunderous vocals and and three foot, Tall fur hats. Oh, incredible! A very activist group, and they will be with us um, the second Sunday in August. Oh, wow! Um, and lots of things in 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 parks that art, culture, and tourism is you know kind of especially bringing to the surface. Mm. And then at the end of September, um, we're doing a piece that First Works had commissioned, and and the festival. Actually, did a virtual version of it called "The Telling," with Daniel Bernard Remain, who mm-hmm. is our artistic ambassador, Haitian American composer. Um, Carlos Toro worked on the the Requiem for the Living, which we did in 2020 wow. as a virtual piece. Yeah, you still can see it. It got 5,000 views in like the first 48 hours. Wow, that's incredible! Which, uh, this is is you know a real statement from their collaboration mm. um, about Being artists of color, creating, you know, a couple years now have passed. Mm -hmm. And and so the telling is involving community music works and Shura Barishnikov and local dancers Mm. and um, Becky Bass, just a, a whole, this is at the end of September. So... It's a lot
0: to take in because the focus so should great. be those
1: day one, day two, day three. You're doing three. that
0: thing where you're looking forward <laughs> instead right, of living right. in PB. In a good way, though, in but a good yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: we, we, we've we already, we're just not quite talking about it yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. up and coming. We got it in place. There's so some good things when happening. When you experience June, yep. rather than thinking, oh, once a year, you know, or the rest of it's only for the artsy, Yeah, the artsy. There are outdoor experiences. There's more coming. Yeah. yeah. We're
3: working with three young uh, producers who will be producing on Sunday afternoons in the parks um, who were chosen from some from applicants mm. that we've decided to support. You know, with a, I have a committee of professionals and experts in the performance field who are working with them and mentoring them uh, because it's a beautiful program that we've done at PVD Fest. So. We're, I'm really excited about this summer. Last year we did 143 performances in this in the summer. So this year seven or eight that'll be good. Um, <laughs> but it really it really was great to have people be able to walk out of their door yeah. and, and experience some uh, celebrations.
0: Yeah, there's That's so forward. much. I mean, I'm I I'm, I'll let you talk, Nick, for a minute because I've just been like, I'm so excited. But I'm just so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm like, I just think there's going to be just. We like I said, we've been so like, you know, virtual, which is amazing. Obviously, like kudos to you all also for like pivoting the way you did. That's amazing. Like the way we were able to still consume art over the last few years has been amazing. But I have to say I'm very excited about like like you said, the shared experience and bringing, you know, families and my nieces and nephews and and having people together and experiencing it together. And I just I'm so excited about it. Me too. Yeah, I think it's going to be lovely. So, guys, I'm going to be there <laughs> Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> I'll find you. I'm, yeah, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm um, just kidding. No, but, I, you know, I know we are taking up some a valuable time of yours. If there's – I don't know if there's any other questions that you have, Nick.
2: No, not really. Uh, my one observation would be, you know, you were just saying how you uh, – you're glad that you came because uh now you're getting excited about it again and it's really easy to get so caught up in the planning and the running of the thing that you don't get a chance to enjoy it at all yourself Mm. and then it passes and you go crap yeah. <laughs> I um, didn't get man. to enjoy that at all I'm so, glad you had a good time try to take a little bit of time in, somewhere in there and yeah, uh, enjoy it. get little snippets and enjoy it a little bit yes, um, nice. and, um, and just
0: know that what you guys are doing are touching so many people in the community and, and we're so grateful I mean I'm sure you're not going to have a chance to talk to every single person at PVD Fest because it's going to be a lot of people but that would be impressive that would be impressive and it's a huge team right? so two of us are here but there's
3: a huge team Tim Rondo is sitting here with us Communications Thanks, Director Tim. Gina Allison Marissa Suzanne. Yeah. I mean, there's just so yeah. many people. And honestly, involved. if we
0: didn't have a studio in a little tiny, like old dark room, we would have all those people here. But I'm oh my happy God, that-, that would be chaos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just but I'm happy. I'm very grateful that both of you came in, and you know, we you got to speak about the providence yeah. of it all, the performative performance of it all and how they combine and how it's creating this like really amazing experience for people and you're really it really just what you guys are doing you yourself and your teams are like building like such a Beautiful event for the community. So I'm very thankful. Thank you guys. Thank yeah, you. Guys. Absolutely. And uh,
2: you. one more time. Uh, it's June 10th, 11th, and 12th. Correct. Um, PVDFest.com to keep up with everything. Uh, do you have social channels? Are those also like at PVDFest? Yeah. Yes. At PVDFest, Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine yards. Yeah. So uh, if you're trying to keep up with it, you want to try to plan your weekend, you think you can do multiple days, one day, any of the above, uh, check out the websites. You'll be able to uh, see what's coming and uh, plan from there. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming. Yeah, Thank you so much for coming. This, yeah. Was, yeah.
1: Of so for coming. this was really thank lovely. Thank you guys a lot. Oh, thank of you for course. Us. Oh, we can't and wait. And for everybody who's listening, you know, post your experiences. Yes! Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Because that is really fun for us. That's fun, yeah. Uh, after after all is said and done to get to see it through your eyes. Oh, I love so. that.
0: Yeah. So if you are experiencing and, and loving PVD Fest, post your photos and tag them in it. Um, and and share your experience because this is, you know, you, you got to share the experience. Because we're it's coming amazing. back. Because we're coming back, baby. <laughs> um, but thank you all so much. Thanks, Tim. um And yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon.
2: Yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks.
0: thanks. thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.